0: So, hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I am your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and this is the Dharma Life Podcast, and every week we are showing you how to live a 5D life in alignment with your soul. And my guest this week is somebody who's very close to me and somebody who's very dear to my heart. And I want to introduce you to the beautiful Charlie Walker, who she and I have known each other for about four years. We've worked together for four years. She's put up with me without what would get done. <laughs> so Charlie, welcome to Thank the podcast. You. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it seems
1: weird to be on the other side for once. <laughs>
0: So to explain, Charlie and I work together. Um, Basically, Charlie and I have known each other for four years and she completes everything. I start everything and without her, nothing would get finished. But Charlie also has her own amazing fitness business. But the reason I wanted her to come here today is during our time in working together, she has experienced the Akashic Records And I thought it'd be really nice for you guys. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what they are and how they can impact your life. But I thought it would be really interesting for you guys to hear from somebody who has gone through, uh, you've had three different Akashic records clearings. So Charlie first of all thank you well done because I know this is not your favorite thing to do really it's more my bag than it is your bag. You're welcome. I twisted her arm this morning but um, yeah four years it's taken me to get you on a podcast but you've finally done it. (laughs) So can you share with me because I think well, the first uh, story I'd love to share is obviously you were moving in with your partner And I remember you saying to me, oh, I just can't sleep. So can you just share a little bit about what was going on back then?
1: Yeah. So I moved in with my partner. Um, I moved into his house that he had already had. He'd been living here six years. Happily said, you'll love it. It's right next to the beach. It's exactly what you want. Come move in with me. Um, I had my own house. And I said, "Okay, yeah, I love the beach. I love swimming. The thought of it all just seemed perfect. Moved in and I loved the house. The walls were good. The sea was good. The views were all good, but I couldn't sleep. Um, My dog couldn't sleep. I have a little sausage dog and she wasn't sleeping. She was up and down. Um, My son, who is eight years old, he wasn't sleeping. And I just put it down to... It was a new place. We all weren't used to it um, and my partner was sleeping. He wasn't affected at all. Um, oh, man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just felt uncomfortable. Um, it entirety of the furniture was mine. I'd moved in a lot of my stuff. It was a bit of a boy pad before I got here. So it should have felt like mine. It had all my stuff in it. It had me in it. It had my child. It had my dog in it. And it didn't feel like mine until I happened to mention to Aloise Oh, I'm not sleeping. Um, And she kindly offered to do my property clearing. um, And it changed almost instantly. It was mind blowing how quickly um, it changed. And the house suddenly felt like it was my home. Um, And I was sleeping, the dog was sleeping, the child was sleeping, and suddenly everything just Seemed so much better, and I could see the house for being what it was. And I was like, "Oh, I want to decorate this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this." And um, using the space, and I suddenly realised all the things that I've been told that I'd love about it.
0: No, oh, you I loved love it. it,
1: yeah, um, yeah, cool. And I, I'm here now, and no plans to move. Um,
0: and yeah, I I love it. And what happened with the dog? What was she just a bit restless then?
1: Yeah, so she naughtily likes to sleep in my room with me, which she's always done since she was little. And she is a very good dog. She's an old dog. It's not like she was misbehaving puppy. She's an old dog. And she just wouldn't sit down. And she would constantly get up, go walk out of the room, come back in again, get in her bed, scuffle around her bed like dogs do, and um, sit there for a minute. And then she would get back up again go back out, come back in again. And she quite often it would be going in to see my son. So there's something in, she was drawn between the two of us and it felt like she just couldn't check everything out. Yeah, she would never usually sleep with him and she'd never even go into his room at night time, but she kept just checking, whereas now she's more than happy to sleep
0: her way. (laughs) So I got out, I've got... (laughs) Here, these pieces of paper are charlie's results because i thought i'd dig them out to remind myself what happened um but just to explain to our listeners so you have a personal akashic record but you have also a property akashic record and obviously people will have lived in your property before you've lived there and what then ends up happening is energy gets stored in that property now if somebody has had something negative happen to them then the chances are the property will store negative energy and or the other thing that can happen is we can have gateways and portal ways open between this world and the spirit world where energy can come in and come through so when i reminded myself of what was going on in your place charlie mm-hmm basically what i could see was you had what we call open and the easiest way to describe that is imagine if you've got a main road and your house was on the main road and you left your windows open at night you would hear all that traffic basically and that is a portal way enables energy and spirits to come in through that portal way into the property so how it showed up for the dog so obviously it's very slow like popping in and out um how it showed up for the dog was obviously dogs are very sensitive to energy so poor tilly i you know really could feel this and obviously she wouldn't settle and actually charlie's partner was used to living there so he would have just got used to it even though it was not good for him because it lowers the vibration of the property um But obviously you, Charlie, coming from your other place, you could know, you could energetically, you could feel something that wasn't right. I didn't sleep, did you?
1: (laughs) Which is rare. I'm a good sleeper. That's not.
0: Yeah, it's one of your superpowers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you also had a gateway in the property and the gateway is like having a, both your doors, your patio windows open on a main road. So you will have had even more energetic traffic of spirits and energy coming in and out of your property. Like we've just bought um, an investment property. I haven't told you this, Charlie, but we went there the other day and I could feel the lady living who was passed away. Basically, she'd it was a probate property and she would passed away. And I kind of knew that that was my role because Matt said, oh, do you want to go and see the property? And I kind of was like, oh, I was quite busy. But then something told me I needed to go. Yeah. So I just had a little chat with the lady in the property and she was, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're just doing it up. You know, it's going to be really nice. And, she, and we had a nice little chat. And then she, I said to her, do you want to go over? And she said, yes. And so, so often we can have spirits and earthbound souls in our property. But what was happening in Charlie's flat was there was a portal way open and a gateway, which was like... Enabling this energy to come in and out, which is very uncomfortable for us as humans. You probably can't put your finger on exactly what it is, but if you feel uncomfortable and you can't sleep, then there's probably a reason. So I always advise people to uh, get their properties cleared before they move in, because, you know, if you've got an energetically supportive environment, it helps you then manifest and be healthy. Like if you'd have stayed in that and you, we hadn't sorted it out, you probably would have been, you know, not sleeping for quite a long time yeah um and then the other thing what w- was in there as well was an energy of miscommunication so um again it's good to clear any negative energy because if you're going into a new relationship and there's an energy of miscommunication you would then end up in that energy of miscommunication causing you and your p- partner you know you just moved in with your new partner it's all really exciting and then you start to miscommunicate which would not be good no no so and then you very kindly when I was first learning this modality a couple of years ago now you were one of my first victims weren't you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and can you share with the guys what you remember from your clearing so the other thing we do is we do a Um, the Akashic records we go in and we look at the blueprint of the soul but we also look at the realignment aspect and so can just share with the guys what you can remember from that reading
1: um so I think the the main thing that I remember from the reading is it was almost that reassurance of how I already feel and the things I know about myself that I think I'm quite aware of myself and um how I come across to people and it was just knowing that it had come from somewhere else um, and how that could be portrayed in a negative way and in a positive way. It was nice to hear both sides of it rather than someone just always telling you, Oh, you're nice. You're kind, you're happy, you're smiley. um, You're good at exercise. That's all the things that you usually hear. It was nice to sort of hear the other side of things. And knowing the things I always avoid one of the things that really stuck in my head is that you you told me that I will avoid drama at any cost and that is me um I hate drama I hate anything like that and it was always an unusual thing because I'm quite a confident person but that made me quite timid And it would mean that I wouldn't use my voice in any situation because I would avoid it and then not want to say what I thought, but then come home. And in myself, I'll get stuck in myself thinking of these things and then regret that I didn't say anything. Um, And that was one of the biggest things I think that you said to me. You said, watch out because I've cleared it. What was it that we cleared? Can you remember what it was called? Um. No. <laughs> A bow of silence. A bow of silence. Yes. Um. So you said you said warn your partner that you may suddenly be saying things, and I think it was about two or three days into you telling me to to clear it each day, and I read through my homework for the next twenty one days, and each day it just got more and more powerful, and it just everything felt lighter. Um and just just a little bit happier, a little bit brighter um and I did have this big heart to heart rant with him. Nothing about him at all, like we hadn't been together long, and I did it was more previous relationships of trying to get him to understand me, but because I understood myself better, it meant that I could to say it more um and it kind of came out in my work life as well. I felt more confident <laughs> to say to you, Aloise like well, I think we should do it this way, or I think we should do it that way, rather than just being that yes person of going, yes, yes, yeah, whatever you want. Yes, 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 which I think is probably would be seen as a nice thing, but had kind of become my
0: downfall. Um, yeah, I think, like, again, to explain, you and I have had lifetimes where we've worked together. And, you know, I think, Where the vow of silence or how it operates and how it works for people is often in past lives. We've gone into some type of spiritual authority and we've said, okay I'm going to take a vow of silence and I'm not going to share what's my my truth. And if we think about this in the, the spiritual sense, as we rise our energy through our chakras, we're going to get to the throat. We have to learn to speak our truth. And often if we've taken, like in your case, I, I knew you had, because often I'd ask you things and you, you were always really polite. And I was like, I don't want you to be polite. I want you to tell me honestly what you think. And obviously how our silence manifests? is It's it's really difficult for you to voice what's going on for you. And like my husband, I, I told you that Matt had one. Yes.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Did, that's I think why you warned me because you cleared his. And right.
0: yeah and that's because that's what happens like um with Matt used to drive me nuts because when we first used to get together uh I'd ask him something about what was going on maybe with his family or his kids or whatever and and I never could get out of him what I felt like a truthful uh, honest answer and it wasn't like he was keeping things to me I just felt he couldn't express himself yeah um and again I suppose that's again like you were saying how it showed up for you was you'd want to say something but you couldn't yes yeah yeah
1: I think, yeah, definitely, and I think part of the reading, um you said you said that I had, I think it was five guides, and to use that's right,
0: very um, good, very well
1: remembered. <laughs> it's the little things that stuck in my head, um and I I never really thought about using my guides. I I, I kind of had an awareness that they were there, but to use to someone to say to me, use them, yeah, know, talk to them, they're there, um was just a little light bulb that I was like, oh. Okay, use them.
0: Cool. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're very handy. Like, what's interesting is once you start talking to them, I don't know if you've done this, but this is something you could do next, is ask them their names. Mm-hmm. And if you just pose that question and then you go about your day, you'll find that these random names... I know the names of mine. I've got, she says now they're for a fresh up, Deborah a Deborah and I can see them now because when when you start to communicate with them they'll start to come through so uh, your homework from this podcast Charlie is to just ask them their names and then see what comes in the next few days and then if you use your use a pendulum you can check that whether that's true so in my case I've got deborah and spike and deborah i can see her now i'm talking to you she's got beautiful really elegant lady beautiful dark hair very taken care of and then i've got spike who's like this hippie with like long curly hair and he's just a bit more alternative and boho yeah and and then i've got a hiawatha who's a a indian guide that i've got um and i've also got um sheba who is a black panther and i've also got a white wolf but so the only reason I know that is because once you start to communicate with them they will make themselves known to them and they will give you their names
1: okay
0: so um yeah for anyone listening try it it's really fascinating And then you can start to communicate and, and often we attract guides like I've got a guide at the moment around helping me be successful in my business and you can attract them for different assignments that you're doing
1: okay so
0: it's very fascinating um so we cleared your throat chakra and we also cleared um, some of the sort of lower level energy that you were holding on to, enable your vibration to rise. Because with these clearings, how it works is if you imagine everything's energy, like Charlie's house, our houses are all energy. But what we want is we want everything to be a high vibration. So when you clear your past life karma, you raise your vibration, um, and so if you imagine it's like having a battery on a phone and like I remember your reading, Charlie, I've got the results here. Your mental life was about 40% occupied with the blocks and restriction and your emotional life was about 40% blocked. So if you imagine our listeners, if you've got a phone battery, you're only using 60% of your capacity and you've got 40% is taken up with worrying concerns, you know, problems whereas when you come through and do these clearings we can help you let go of that that baggage that you probably bought in from like past lives so charlie what was your um obviously you're used to working with me in this weird and wonderful world but um what was your favorite thing about all of this stuff um, put you on the spot
1: mm. favorite thing I think the thing that I liked the most about it is that I could easily see what I could do with it um so quite often sometimes you you will be told something about yourself and you go oh, okay um but it felt really clear what I could do how I could improve what I was already doing yes how um, to get more in alignment yeah definitely and you um, told me about um, my white lights and if I set more intentions that would and I, I think I had 28. Out of well, very very good well remembered. I'm a number girl um, <laughs> and that that's, that works with me direct action talk to your guides. Yeah set- do this do that do this and that you saying today your homework is and i'll go away and i'll do it do it um, yeah and that's what i loved about it it was really clear it wasn't fluffy no. <laughs> that makes sense yeah it, it was really really easy to follow um and i loved spending the next 21 days having that focus getting up every morning reading through my script and thinking about those things, clearing those blocks, and then feeling it. and Yeah, it.
0: noticing the difference. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the things we do, which is really useful for people that you were just sharing there, is when we go into your blueprint of your soul, I can see what energy type you are, and I can tell you how you can work positively with it and how it can be negative. So, like, in your case, for example, you remembered the negative aspect, which you didn't want to do, um, but like the negative aspect of what your soul group is, is you have to learn through doing. If you're stuck behind a desk, you know, studying, that will zap you. Yeah. So what we do is we show you how to do things positively and where you might get stuck. So it's almost like a consciousness trap that you then don't get stuck in because you know how to get yourself out of it and what you should be doing. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think that was the, the main key thing for me is that I could I could see what I had to do and and I didn't need to keep coming back to you I don't I don't think we really talked about it <laughs> because I didn't need to I knew where I needed to go I knew what I needed to do
0: and it was clear how I could and your partner noticed the difference didn't he with the voice and the vowel signs silence
1: yeah yeah he did in a really positive way um but he he did notice um which was nice
0: and it was good and I've noticed and I really it like, as I said, I value your opinion. So it's great now I can get your opinion without it kind of like, <laughs> come on, tell me, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Oh, Charlie, you've been a star. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. I know this is not your favourite thing to do, but I just wanted somebody, I wanted the guys to hear it from somebody who'd really gone through it rather than just take my word for it. So I really appreciate you coming on. and I'd like to publicly thank you for all of the work you do for me I know I can have my ups and downs but I would like to say that uh, I really appreciate having you on my team and you know I feel like we're doing this together um and uh, I really appreciate that so thank you
1: no I love it each day love you love the work it's all good excellent thank you for having me on
0: no no problem
1: (laughs) thank you very much
0: So thank you to Charlie. And I hope you guys found that interesting about what it is I actually do in Akashic Record reading. But just to kind of reiterate, in an Akashic Record reading, what happens is I go into your Akashic Record and obviously you have had lifetimes before this one. And I can go in and I can see your soul blueprint, who you are at soul level, and then we can get you into alignment with who you are and what you should be doing. And obviously this whole illusion that we need to work harder to make money and to do well is completely an illusion actually if you're in energetic alignment with who you are at soul level things can manifest very quickly um, and then what we do is we remove any blocks and restrictions so you could see with charlie she had a vow of po- uh, she no she didn't have poverty she had a vow of silence vows of silence vows of poverty vows of obedience We can look at soulmate contracts. Often people are in relationships with people where they've got soulmate contracts and everybody thinks, oh, my goodness, I really want, you know, to meet my soulmate soulmate. But actually, that can be quite a toxic relationship. And if you've got a soulmate contract, it can be difficult to leave a partner, even though you don't necessarily want to be with them because you feel the sense of connection. We can also look at any problems around money. So often we've taken contracts, you know, in my own journey, for example, I never had problems making money in my business career. But as soon as I moved more into spiritual teaching, I had loads of problems and I just couldn't understand it. But actually now I've been into my Akashic record and I've had a look, it's because I had 10 lifetimes as a spiritual teacher and I had taken vow on contract after contract after contract, basically saying I'd keep my prices very low. So it's absolutely fascinating how it all plays out. And obviously, this is your karma in this lifetime. Now, karma can be completely rectified by pure action alone. But it's a lot easier to do it once you clear the blocks and restrictions. So what I found in my own life is by clearing the blocks and restrictions that I had around charging and also doing the clearings with regards to my soul vibration rate, the more I've done that, the more people find me, the more... um, my work gets recognized. You know, it's really interesting how it works. But everything is energy. And obviously, every time we do a clearing, your frequency raises. And then that is reflected back to you externally by the universe. So it's absolutely fascinating stuff. Um I have looked at, uh, you know, I'm using it in my own life to obviously serve other people, but also help me in the areas I feel blocked. And one of the things I've been doing, which is really fascinating, is I've always had, always had problems with my weight. My weight went up and down. Um, it was like, you know, when you have a problem area where you just feel a bit blocked in. And when I went to my cash record, I discovered that I'd starved to death in a previous life. And obviously, I had taken um, a lot of contracts to say that I wouldn't, Lose weight. Uh, I would actually put on weight as I got older because my body and my soul was worried about that happening again. So, what I found is uh, I also had um, curses and contracts uh, where I'd been witches and people had put kind of spells on me around my weight. So when we undo all of that stuff, it's very liberating and very freeing. And the deep work I do with, uh, in readings alone, I kind of do, uh, we can do life situation readings. But when the deep work that I do with my one-to-one clients, my one-to-one coaching clients is where we go into big stuff. You know, it could be money, it could be weight, it could be infertility. Um, We will go in deep. Around wherever the person feels really blocked. So it's really interesting stuff. As I said, you know, in the sort of, I think I've been doing it for about a year and a half myself. And I've obviously been doing it before then for about two years. So in the three and a half years that I've been working with the records, it has been the most transformational, liberating journey. So if you would like to come and do an Akashic Record reading with me, uh, please have a look at my website, alouise.life. You can come up, come there, and you can sign up. What I would say is it's not like a one, it's not a a psychic reading. It's a clearing. So you do get psychic information. You do get to understand who you are at soul level. You do get information from your past. But really the way I'd like you to look at it is we're clearing your record and we're clearing your vibration so that you are naturally raising your vibration and having a bigger impact in the world. And also, I'd like you to sort of consider that in an ideal world to get the best out of this, you'd need to come and do a series of clearings because we're working through, you know, you've probably had a minimum of about 25 past lifetimes. Um, So where it works really, really well is with the one-to-one clients, because I can really go deep with them. And we still have to take the action. It's not magic. I'd like to point that out. It's not like I can clear you and then suddenly you get everything you want. No, that doesn't work. How it works is we clear your blocks where you were feeling restricted and maybe where you felt blocked, but then you take the action and it works because we've cleared the blockage. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Um, I'm hoping that has answered a lot of questions for you. I get so many questions about the Akashic Records, how they work um, and what is the impact of them. And I think what's amazing about the time that we're living in right now is obviously we are ascending from 3D to 5D. And we've now got, we've had access to the records for the last, you know, 10, 20 years. And that makes it easier because humanity has been kept in this karmic cycle, in this karmic loop. You know, the samsara is such that we have to keep coming back until we clear our karma and until we manage to get out of the samsaric cycle. And obviously with what's happening at the moment on the planet, you know, we are raising and shifting into this new fifth dimensional energy. And for me, this last year, you know, when everybody's been stuck inside with Corona, the last year for me has been really working really deeply in my Akashic record and clearing out lifetimes of blocks and restrictions that I've had that have held me back. Um, And I've definitely noticed and felt the shift. I've seen it in my own work. I've seen it in how I feel about myself. You know, it's kind of like spring cleaning your past lives. And then that enables you to be able to f- show, f- show up in your, and own your power. You know, one of the things we do is we look at all of the negative thought forms that you are holding or perpetuating. So if you've got a lot of self-doubt and you've got a karmic pattern of guilt, it's unlikely that you're going to move forward because you're continually telling yourself you're not good enough and you're also feeling guilty, and most people on average have between 40 and 50 percent of their mental energy and their emotional energy is blocked or taken up with these blocks and restrictions that we can move. So it's very, very freeing. I think the other thing I've really noticed is I could never used to meditate because my brain was too busy and I had too much going on and I was you know, continually in my head. And obviously, since doing the clearings, I'm able to just not think and go into non-thinkingness, which is just such a blessing because then you're able to live in the present and you don't have you're not living in the future when you're not living in the past, you're really present. And then from there you can set your intentions, let go. And know that if you're taking action on a consistent, regular basis, that they are going to manifest because you're not stuck in your head. You're not worried about stuff. You're not using your energy in a kind of in the wrong direction. Obviously, what you think about, you will create. So if you're worrying, you've got anxiety, you've got self-doubt, you've got self-criticism, you've got trauma, you've got victimization that's where you're sending your energy. That's what you're creating in your reality. We want your energy freed up. We want your energy clear. And we want you in a high vibrational state so you can manifest and pull in what it is that you want. So you beautiful people, any questions, please leave them below. Please put in the comments what you got from this video. As I said, I'll put the link in the comments. If you want to come and do some Akashic clearings with me, I'd recommend that you to do a series of at least three, and then you would really see a massive impact. And for those of you that I really want to go deep, I have two one-to-one spots at the moment. I take five clients a year where I work intensively with them, one-to-one doing coaching. It's a combination of coaching and Akashic Record Clearing, which is I don't know anybody else doing it. Um, it's very, very powerful the combination because you have to, you know, you have to take the action, but we're doing it in such a way that we're clearing you at the same time. So it's very, very powerful. So if you're interested in that, you can apply on my website. As I said, I'm only taking uh, two people more, two more people in the moment. But thank you so much for listening. You beautiful, beautiful people. It's so wonderful to be, to be on the journey with you. And I will see you next week with another incredible guest thank you so much for listening to the dharma life podcast i do hope you enjoyed this episode please come over and say hello on my instagram our facebook group and also please let me know what you thought so if you are listening please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to